Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show comes to you live today from Champaign-Urbana. That's where the University of Illinois is located. And uh, that's where I'll be tonight watching uh, the Illini take on the Ohio State University. Should be a good game. You can see it on Fox Sports 1. You can hear it on Compass Media Networks. Uh, Brian Gunnikens addressed the media yesterday and um i thought there was some pretty interesting stuff that came from it he talked about the fact that he he didn't really understand the idea of trading Devonte adams and aaron Rodgers because there's they have as good a chance to win the whole thing as anybody that makes sense but he also said this in regards to uh this story last year that the reason or one of the things that the packers had to do to acquiesce to get aaron Rodgers back was to um, promise to trade him at the end of this season and to change his contract if he so desired uh, so that he only had one year left. Goodenkos addressed the rumor by saying that the Packers told Rodgers um, that that, uh, that he denied the rumor that the Packers told Rodgers they would trade him if he no longer wanted to be a part of the team. That was not something I told him. Again, I think the whole conversation with Aaron last season before he came back was that regardless, at the end of this past this past season, we would sit down as a group and we would work it out one way or another. So it does feel like kind of semant- we're having a semantics war here, right? Where did you promise to trade him? No, but we promised to sit down and work it out one way or another. So sometimes you have a conversation and one person hears one thing and another person hears something completely different. Because one way of working out potentially would be trading him. It would be the worst possible thing for Brian Gunnikens to have to do because Aaron Rodgers, God forbid, goes on and wins the Super Bowl in Denver, Pittsburgh, or wherever. You gave away the greatest or second greatest or third greatest, I would say best quarterback in the history of your franchise and one of the best in the history of the sport. You couldn't work it out. We've also been told that there's a decision looming. Does anybody know? Yes, one person. It's Aaron Rodgers. The the tea leaves feel like he's got a great working or a great working relationship with his head coach, a better working relationship with his front office, and they brought back uh, a guy quarterback coach who he was very upset when he was when he was let go. Very upset. On the other hand, there is all of this reminiscing about 17 years of incredible success in Green Bay. So so which is it? You know, you could also say, hey, look, what have we seen in the last two years? Two guys get out of the only team they've ever played for and go win championships. Aaron's no dope. He sees it. On the other hand, they're in the NFC. It feels... It feels like it's far easier 
to get there in the NFC than it would be in the AFC in years to come. Uh, None of us have any true idea, right? We're we're not going to sit here and tell you we know. We don't know. Don't know at all. Byer, if you had a guess right now, purely a guess, what do you think he wants to do? What do I think he wants to do? Yeah. I think he wants to play for the Packers next season. Why do you think that? Um, Because just the the way that he has sounded in his uh, postseason remarks, um, I believe that Green Bay did try to mend fences. I don't think that... uh, I, I think there's a lot of effort in trying to go to a new team and make it all work. That was in Tom Brady's blood. I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to work. It's not what I'm saying at all, but I think it's just it makes the job 10 times more difficult. Um, And so I think the amount of money that he could get paid or would want to get paid as well would be something that he wouldn't want to turn down. And I also thought that he would retire last year and kind of learned my lesson in trying to read the tea leaves and what's realistic and, and what's not. So I thought he was... I've always said, and it's probably the fifth time I've said it this week, I think Aaron Rodgers, different cat, but I think that all signs point to him wanting to play for Green Bay next season. And, I was going to say, and the ability to get to a Super Bowl, I think is now you take out Brady and the Buccaneers as an option, and the road in the NFC is 10 times easier than it would be in the AFC. I mean, and I'm not saying that Green Bay can go to LA and beat the Super Bowl champion Rams, but... Green Bay was the top overall seed. You now lost another contender who was one of the top, you know, four teams in the league this, uh, you know, this past season. So, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, to me, it's, you know, you lose, you lose the team that beat you two years ago and was the, what, the second seed this past year. Uh-huh. And now they're no longer a contender, makes the road a little bit easier. So I say, yeah, back to Green Bay for Rodgers. Jason Stewart, what do you think? It seems to me that Devontae Adams is a, a big part of this because Aaron keeps bringing it up. You know, he, he always seems to offer the fact that, that they should franchise tag him or that's a big option. And I, I kind of wanted to talk about that with, with the two of you guys because I don't understand that. Is He wants Devontae back. He obviously thinks the world of the guy is an amazing receiver, but it seems like he's kind of uh, – Putting, um, I mean, he's like pigeonholing his uh, his top receiver, right? P- players don't like to be tagged. Doesn't Devonte want like a long term deal on his next contract? Like, I that's kind of the weird thing for me in this, and that I think he does want to be a Packer. I think he, Aaron Rodgers wants to come back. It's just this whole thing about I want Devonte as well, and the only way to get that done is to franchise him. And it just it doesn't seem like he's putting his. Re- best receiver uh, in the best possible position for Devontae. Did did, did he say he wanted to franchise him? He did allude to it at one point in saying, I know Devontae probably does want to hear that, but... Which is strange to me. It, you know, it's really the only way to make it work uh, salary-wise, right? They they can't sign Devontae long-term. Yes, you you can. I mean, you can... All these things can be done. You're just eventually going to have to pay the price at some point. Right, that's really what it's about. Is eventually you're going to have to pay a substantial price in 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 tax, or you're you're at some point you're going to be in cap hell. Yes, you know. And right now the cap is bad, but the cap spikes up next year, 
They already cleared out $11 million in space. Most people think they'll redo Bakhtiari's deal. That was a new deal that he's never actually played a game on, you know. And then Aaron Rodgers can get a new deal, and Devontae Adams can get a new deal, and they'll be fine, and they'll have they'll have money to spend. I think that's – Byron, I'm not speaking at a turn that's generally no, most believed. Right? Yeah, and I think that – I think and Gutekunst said yesterday they'd rather do the long-term deal with, uh, with Adams and not the franchise tag. And Gutekunst also left the door open for Adams to leave. So to me, it kind of sounds like that maybe they wouldn't want the franchise tag with Adams, that that would be the third option that they would choose. Uh-huh. Ramos, what do you think? I think um, Aaron Rodgers realizes that um, he holds them by the bottom part, and um, that <laughs> by the bottom part, yeah, okay, yeah, and uh, I think he knows that um, they're going to do everything they can to keep him there, and he loves it. He loves the fact that they're bowing down to him and doing everything they can to hold on to him because he is a franchise. He's the name. They lose Aaron Rodgers. I don't know where they go from there after that. So I think he loves it. I think he will stay because I think he realizes that they are doing everything they can. And, and in a small way, they don't you feel like they're kind of telling him, yeah, that Jordan Love thing, that was a mistake. We're really sorry about that. Like without saying it out loud, or without telling people that Jordan Love was a wrong move, they're kind of telling him by with their action of what they're trying to do. Um, yeah, I mean, again, like so much of this is, is taking out of the actual context of what happened not at you in particular, John, I mean, so like when they drafted him, it was coming off a year in which many believed his skills had started to decline and Jordan Love was not an immediate fix. It was supposed to be this year or next year. He was ready. turns out Aaron Rodgers skills have not been in a decline. And turns out that Jordan Love is still likely not ready. So <clears throat> I guess you could say they misevaluated two different quarterbacks, including the one that they have, but their misevaluation of Aaron Rodgers was something that many people did. That that, that would be my pushback on that. That'd be my when do you I had this question about LeBron James last hour when you're talking about and I, and kind of carries over now to Aaron Rodgers. When do you think the wall, like what is your your point of, of a wall being hit? Like what do you need to see from Aaron Rodgers or what do you need to see from LeBron James that would tell you, ooh, I think he just hit the wall? Like they haven't yet, right? I mean, obviously no. LeBron slowed down a little bit. Aaron yeah. Rodgers has not. He's he's throwing, you know, touchdowns left and right. I think but he's what do you what do you need Okay. So but so what do you need to see that would tell you like, uh oh, he's definitely Gone the de- on the decline. I I think the type of games that we saw to start the year against the Saints, we'd see those more often. But for the most part, he had a bad game, and then he shook it off, and he's been very very good. That would be my my take for for LeBron. I think you know you just have to watch it. I mean, he's smart. He knows how to statistically make it look like he played better than oftentimes he has. You know, he's been in – this is one of the things that's comical about LeBron. He's been in at the end of blowouts, getting his numbers up, and, you know, nobody calls him on it. He just kind of does what he wants, and uh, he's clearly playing for the stats. But I, I, I still think LeBron has the fastball. He just can't throw it in the late innings the way he used to. And I think Rodgers, you know, there was 
He's still a magician in the regular season, but his inability to pull out the magic in the postseason is not just about him. It's about everybody, but it does tell you a little bit something about him. You know, it's so funny with numbers, Doug, and you bring that point up because in in this 24-hour-a-day sports news cycle, I mean, there's content everywhere, whether it be on Fox Sports Radio, whether it be on Fox Sports 1, any other sports network, on podcasts, on Twitter, you mentioned the numbers part of it, and a lot of people don't watch these games. So it ultimately comes back to the numbers. And that's that's the funny thing about Rodgers because his numbers stand out when you talk about passer rating and the lack of interceptions. And those that watch him closely may say, you know what, he really doesn't put the ball in harm's way because he doesn't want to throw that interception, doesn't want it to hurt his numbers. Um, the, the pass that he made in the end of the 49ers divisional game to Devontae Adams was just a complete, you know, chuck down the field overthrow, hoping Adams is able to make a catch. But if he doesn't, it likely just falls incomplete, which it did. There's... You know, it's it's interesting because we will then just fall back on the numbers, but we don't remember those instances or an instance with LeBron James. And I'm as guilty of it as well. But when these guys put up these numbers, sometimes they can fool us on how close they are to the wall or what they have done. So your point about LeBron, I think, is very well taken because I'm not sure how many LeBron is uh, continuing. LeBron's awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. Oh, look, he's he's playing center. Like, yeah, that means he has a center on him. Look at the look at the plus minus. Look at the actual score of the game. Look when he's in the game. Like, there's a lot there's a lot more to it than that. So, I yeah, I sometimes the numbers do make it really hard. A- again, everything I've been told is they felt like he'll get a new contract. They'll have him back. They'll probably get rid of Jordan Love. Um, as as th- there's still some intrigue about him. But that that doesn't mean in, in any way that that there's concrete evidence. You're still guessing with Aaron Rodgers, which is really really hard to guess because he's the because there has been a certain nostalgia to some of the things he's saying, and one would think nostalgia means you're not going to be playing for them anymore. Listen, the Cardinals moved on from Josh Rosen after one year when he was the tenth overall pick, and it wasn't an ideal situation for Green Bay to move on from Love without him ever taking a snap. It may be a bad pick, but so be it. He's the 26th overall pick. There have been a lot of first-round picks at number 26 that don't pan out. So to sit there and feel like you have to be pot-committed to Jordan Love and make sure that you get a look at him, I think it's just a false narrative. Yep. Yep. I, I would I would agree, but we don't know how they – That's again, remember this is this is powerful men telling the world I was wrong. That's yeah. what it is, you know? I, I was wrong. I misevaluated a guy. I misevaluated two guys. If you're a valued yeah. customer, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, just one thing. Paxton Lynch, who just got drafted in the USFL. Yes. 26th overall pick. Yep. And, 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 you know, and, and maybe it was more of Paxton Lynch's fault, but Denver ends up moving on from him. And I, I know they're still trying to find a quarterback, but, you know, they're done with it. It's not like they've been handcuffed with Paxton Lynch for five years. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So, uh, big story yesterday in uh, the world of sports broadcasting is that Troy Aikman appears to be leaving Fox for Monday Night Football. Um, my immediate reaction is, well, that, that makes sense because 
even though it was rumored that Troy was looking at Amazon and to split, you know, split time between Amazon and Fox or maybe be Amazon's lead guy. Uh, ESPN for years has been searching after they lost Gruden for a Gruden like guy because they're going to have a Super Bowl. And part of the promise to the NFL is that we're going to have a big time crew to do the Super Bowl. And look, Steve Levy is a, a good friend of mine. He's a great dude. He actually called me before. Uh, his twins are several years younger than mine. But like, here's a guy like he wanted to name his daughter Harper. He knew I had a Harper. He's like, hey, I just want to check in. Like, you okay if my name and daughter Harper? I was like, yeah, why not? What? Why? He's like, your daughter's Harper. I was like, okay. You know, it's the kind of guy he is. But, um, and I don't think. He remains with Aikman maybe for this year. But the other guys are great. They're, they're, they're good. It's a good game broadcast. It just doesn't have the cachet of, I mean, even of the Mannings. Even of the Mannings. So I, I, I is my belief is that they'll probably have a whole new broadcasting crew, but they're, they're trying to make it so that the NFL is happy with the name quality and the resonance of the guys they have in the booth. And Troy, you know, some may like others better, right? Some may like Romo better. The fact is that Troy, three Super Bowls, Hall of Famer, and as good and solid a broadcaster as you're going to find. And I would guess, you know, a couple years ago he did the NFL draft when Fox had it as well. I'm guessing he liked that, and that'll be the only other thing he does. What happens with Fox is interesting. Um, What do you think, Bayer? I mean, like, you consume TV much like I do. We both kind of – I really like the Manning thing, but it's not calling a game. You do kind of get lost in what's happening in the game. What do you think? I think that Sean Payton will be the guy that steps in the spot of Troy Aikman. ESPN's, I, I was surprised that they would reel in Aikman because of what you said with the Manning cast. The, <laughs> I mean, they're they're going more all in with the Manning cast next season from what we have what we have read and what we've heard. So now you're trying to up that Annie, while then also having this big name on this other broadcast, I was very, very surprised uh, with that. But it seems like a very Yankees move. You know, we'll just we'll bring over the big name, and if he works or not, then it's on him. But we did our job by bringing in the big name. It should be pointed out that most people, most people uh, watched the traditional broadcast on Monday Night Football, that even though broadcasters and real sports guys love the Manning cast, most people watch the traditional game broadcast. It, it's really hard to like, why would you watch that when you could have the Mannings? But that's just how people are. I also think that we have to point out that Monday Night Football, though it's not close to what it used to be, it is a standalone game, and it will never be what it used to be, but the fact is, it has it has its own day, and and I would guess he also wasn't super happy with doing that one, uh, doing the Tampa 
Uh, oh, no, what was the what was the playoff game he did? Was it Tampa and the Rams? That was the game they 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 did because they switched out the games. They it was the uh, um, I'm sorry, it was it was the wild card weekend, I believe. They had to do Tampa and Philadelphia, and the Niners and Cowboys were on CBS hmm. because of the Nickelodeon game, right? T.J. Osmanzada joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Hoosh, you going to be in Fox's booth next year? Is that, is that the plan? If they were smart, I would be. <laughs> <laughs> How come there has has there been a wide receiver who's gotten that opportunity? I don't know, man. I, I think the perception is oh, we don't know the Collinsworth, game. Collinsworth. Yeah, Collinsworth is – I mean, Greg, Greg Jennings has done some games, but – I mean, it could be the perception that we don't know the game of football inside out. Um, I was a guy. I'm, I knew protections. I, I knew everything. I know fronts. I, I know the game of football. But it could be the way we carry ourselves. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's really a quarterback-driven uh, spot. Hopefully that will change in the future. But, yeah, man, I, I believe I can do it. I, I know the game inside and out, and I don't. I love football. Like, that's all I do is watch sports. And so football is my main sport. And so if given an opportunity, I'd knock it out. All right. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you the name that I've heard, okay, to keep an eye on. You ready for it? That, that would, I'm listening. Who is it? It is John Lynch. With both I mean, Amazon, everybody's talking about them going after Sean McVay. Winston, John Lynch has done it. He's very good at it. Um, he's done a good job with the Niners. But the, the question is always, would he come back to television? John Lynch is the name to look out for. John Lynch, is, he's a smart dude. He's been on both sides. He's called games, and then you go in the front office and, and you run a team. And not only run a team. The 49ers do a really good job of drafting guys. They do a really good job of developing guys. So that wouldn't be a bad thing considering he was already successful at doing it. He's been very successful with the Niners. Um, that You can't go wrong with that. T.J. Spinsada joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What are you hearing on Aaron Rodgers? I really believe it's, it's over, man. You, that post he put up, it, it's it's cryptic, and it's like, oh, everybody's reading into it. What else you expect people to do? When you do what you did, that seems like a goodbye, like a thank you. I really appreciate all the years we had together, and now it's over. And I want to tell you guys this before I tell everyone else, but everyone else is going to see it at the same time as you see it. And so I, I truly believe that uh, he's played his last snap in Green Bay, and Gutenkus, I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. Oh, we didn't make this promise. You probably didn't make the promise, but you guys have some type of type of arrangement and agreement that if he wants out, you would do your best to put him in a situation that's advantageous to himself and the Green Bay Packers. And so I truly believe that Aaron Rodgers will not play for the Green Bay Packers uh, this upcoming season. Even though they brought back Tom Clements? Yes. I believe even though they brought him back, it's a little too late. You know, I believe Devontae Adams is gone. Then you, you see him trying to maneuver with the salary cap, but they're going to lose a lot of guys. Two years in a row, you're the number one seed, you lose first round or, or you lose your first playoff game. And so I, I just believe, and it's happened, all these great players, Tom Brady, you, you one thing, Joe Montana, the, a lot of great players 
have moved on and played with other organizations. I believe Aaron may want to see what it's like being with a different team because you've seen it before. And so I believe bringing back Tyne Clements is a step in the right direction. It's just a step too late. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Portrait. So then where would he go? Denver. I, I just – I don't believe Denver hires Hackett without him saying – Aaron Rodgers wants to come here and play with me. I, I just don't see how, out of all the people that are available, Nathaniel Hackett is the guy that you hire without him going into that meeting saying, hey, if, if I'm the coach, I, we got a great chance of getting Aaron Rodgers here. I, I believe that's the case. They have the draft capital. They have young players they can give them. And so I believe Aaron Rodgers is a Denver Bronco next year, and that would be the most exciting division in football. It would be an amazing Amazing division, amazing change. Uh, let, let's get to Tom Brady. You were the one who called it and said Tom Brady's done in New England. Is Tom Brady done, done, or just done in Tampa? Hey, Doug, check back with me next week. Check back with me next week, and I'll give you a, I'll give you a certain answer. Um, I'm gathering information, and as I gather this information, I'll say in about seven to ten days, I can give you a concrete answer on what I uh, believe is the truth. Right now would just be speculation, but next week I'll be more. I'll have more information for you. Of course, you play with the Bengals. What can they do to sustain what they were what they accomplished this year? First and foremost, re-sign Jesse Bates and do the obvious: go fortify that offensive line. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, all on rookie contracts. You can get two to three offensive linemen in free agency and/or draft. And if you get them in free agency, give them three-year deals, big money, if they're that good, and fortify that offensive line and see what you can do while you got your best players on a rookie contract because they can really be something special. But the AFC is not going to be a cakewalk. There's just so many good teams. You can't land, You can't just sit there and say, oh, we'll be better next year. Joe Burrow was hit and sacked a lot. And there's let Aaron Rodgers get to Denver. That's another team in the AFC. And you, you can talk of Baltimore should be better, Buffalo, Kansas City, uh, the Chargers. There's just so many teams in that conference that can play the Bengals. Resign Jesse Bates, get that offensive line where it needs to be. Oh, and by the way, get a corner opposite of uh, a Wuzier. Uh, that, is that all you got to do? That, that, is that it? I mean, that, that feels I mean, like a lot of passion. Um, Jesse Bates is free agents. You can you can resign him. You have what? a lot of cap space. You can go get you offensive linemen. Like it's very very realistic. It's not like ah we can't. It's very realistic. Something that can be done. What um, uh, what do you think the Pittsburgh Steelers do at quarterback? Wow, um, just left the field. Mason Rudolph was out there working out, so I know he's putting the work in. He he's out here grinding. That that's a fact. Whether he's that guy or not, um, do they draft Kenny Pickett? Do they draft Matt Corral? Do they try to get in on Aaron Rodgers, a free agent, a Jimmy G? The Steelers are the Steelers, man. Much respect for the organization. They're always going to be tough. One thing the Steelers are going to they're going to play defense. If that offense can be complimentary, uh, they're going to be good because you say the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know they're going to play defense. Yeah, I, I, um, okay, what about Lamar Jackson? There, there's been no contract extension. 
he has no agent. He's doing it himself. What do you think happens in Baltimore? That's interesting. You know, there, there's rumors of Lamar Jackson uh, coming to practice at the last second, missing meetings and things of that nature. Um, I'm sure they want to sign him. But it, it's it's almost hard when you're the quarterback and the agent because the things that you don't do well, who do they say those to? Do they, hey, Lamar, you're showing up to practice at this time. Oh, you might miss this meeting. Do they say that to him? Or do they? would they like to say it to an agent like, hey, you need to tell him we need this, this, and this. And so contract negotiations are cutthroat. Yeah, we want to pay you, but we want to pay you something that's advantageous to our team. And when there are negative comments, do they tell Lamar these things? And so they don't. there's not that buffer that's there. I believe a deal gets done because he's talented. But I'm eager to – I just don't know how you navigate through this without lowballing him and making him feel – unwelcome and making him have an attitude about what you guys offered. Um, tough spot to be in if you're if you're Lamar and the Ravens. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Okay, what about Jimmy Garoppolo? There's some that, you know, Schefter said, you know, that don't don't count Jimmy Garoppolo out of San Francisco yet. I, I, I don't see how they don't turn it over to Trey Lance. What do you think happens with Garoppolo? Jimmy G, is, he, he, I don't believe there's a chance he stays in San Francisco, and they're doing that to, just to make sure they get top value for him. Like, oh, it's a possibility he comes back. No, there isn't. Um, I know Trey Lance has some injuries. I know Trey Lance probably didn't progress the way they would have liked, but Trey Lance is going to put that work in in this offseason. I know that for a fact. He's going to get out here with these coaches, um, these private quarterback coaches, and – they're going to retool him. They're going to get him back to where he was. Uh, when you go on the season and you start having injuries, you kind of forget to work on your game because now you're rehabbing these injuries and you take a step back or two. This offseason, he'll get in the lab. He'll be the starting quarterback. Where Jimmy G goes, I honestly don't know because, to me, it's who's going to offer the most. Is it going to be Tampa? Is it going to be the Steelers? Will it be this team? Will it be the Washington Commanders? Whoever offers the 49ers the best draft pick, I believe, will get Jimmy G. Will it be the Saints? You just don't know. But I believe they're just saying that so that they can get maximum value for Jimmy. Who's the best, man? Uh, We'll check back in in a week. You'll tell us about the Brady thing. In the meantime, thanks so much for being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, my God, Doug. uh, Keep up the great work, man. You always do a hell of a job. You know I believe that. Thanks. Thanks, Hoosh. Who's the best? Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, every day at this time. We'd like to get you caught up on something you may have missed from an earlier show on Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports 1. We call it... Uh, what does the fox say? Um, this one, uh, this one to me strikes me as super, super interesting, right? What does the fox say? Um, uh, if you're a value customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation. Your credit card company. That's why Discover Match all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more discover.com/slash/match. Limitations apply. This is Brady Quinn talking about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers last off season. It seemed like when Aaron Rodgers came back, 
the Packers said everything they needed to in order to appease him, at least to a degree, at least to get it to this point. And now it almost as if maybe Brian Gutenkunz it doesn't want to go down that road because he's concerned that gives Rodgers leverage. And as of right now, when you're a team who's got a player into contract, you have all the leverage. So if the Packers really want to, and I do wonder if they're signaling this to Aaron Rodgers, they could just say to him, hey, we're not going to trade you. There's never been an MVP in NFL history that's been traded the following year. All right? We're not going to do it after a two-time MVP. Okay? So it's not going to happen. You either play for us or retire. They could take that hard stance if they wanted to. They really could. But in this case, it's one in which I think they don't want to go down that road, at least not at this point, because things could get ugly. And I'm not saying they did between Brett and Green Bay, but I don't think they were in a good place when Brett decided to finally leave. Hmm. Um, okay. I'm trying to figure out what it all means, right? It's like you got half the people saying, or more than half the people saying, I heard he's staying. And then some people go like, look, look at last year, and then comparing it to Brett Favre. We're trying to read a guy who's frankly impossible to read, and he likes it that way. Here's Colin Cowherd talking about LeBron and the Lakers. Jeannie Buss is saying, this is my team and my franchise and your mess. Fix it. Well, the only way to fix it, truthfully, would be to move LeBron. I mean, that, that, that would be the easiest, quickest way to do it. Jeannie Buss forced her brother out of the organization. You, you don't think she's going to move off LeBron? And you have to remember this. This is an important thing. There's two really important things. LeBron's not beloved in L.A. He's famous. There's a lot of famous people in L.A. He's not beloved in L.A. Magic Johnson is beloved in L.A. Blake Griffin was famous. Kobe was beloved in L.A. Shaq was beloved in L.A. Vin Scully, Chick Hearn, beloved in L.A. LeBron's famous. Okay, He's not Magic or Shaq. This would not be a bad PR move and years and years of... He's not. Okay? You know what he is? LeBron is Wilt. His best years were somewhere else. He arrived in L.A. They won a title. We never talk about Wilt and the Lakers. Ever. We talk Kareem. We talk Magic. We talk Worthy. We talk West. We talk Kobe. We talk Magic. We never talk Wilt and the Lakers. Ever. It's pretty good. Honestly, it's pretty good. I, I, have, I actually feel the exact same way in terms of LeBron and Lake. He's on the Lakers, but not of the Lakers. Right? People say that about Austin all the time. It's in Texas, but not of Texas. It's very different than the rest of the, rest of the state. Le- LeBron's not synonymous with the Lakers. LeBron's synonymous with his own brand. And he did come and bring a championship to L.A., but it, it, it feels like it didn't happen. It feels like he doesn't get the credit. He'll never be Kobe. And and I'm just going to be completely candid. I, I was never a huge Kobe guy as a player. It's not close in terms of the all-around game and unselfishness of LeBron in comparison to Kobe. But you can't tell people what they're supposed to like. You just can't. And it's really hard. Le- LeBron in L.A. is much like the Chargers in L.A. Like, wait, we were told for most of our lives, we don't like you. You're not our guy. We hate you. Now we're supposed to embrace you. That's just weird. That's just weird. So I actually agree with this. The end of this season 
if you can get a Pirates bounty for a guy who's a depreciating asset, by all means. By all means. Just be smart where you where you trade him and what you get for him and understand that you know it's it's different than the Packers trading Aaron Rodgers who they had the best record the past two years. They lost the NFC Championship game two years ago. This year, they lost in the second round to, to the Niners. He's only played for one team. He's always been a, a Packer. And it's a quarterback. It's different than LeBron. And we're way past the prime of LeBron James. I actually agree that the best way out of it is to hit refresh and start over. And... You know, if you can dump LeBron and make him take Russell Westbrook with him, wow, what a move, what a baller move that would be to completely change your franchise. That's what, that's what. what the fuck say? Check out the latest lines in the world of sports. BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. Present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Uh, speaking of LeBron and the Lakers, um, Look, there's been a lot of negative talk around the relationship between LeBron and Rob Palinka. I'll give you my thoughts on what's what and what to expect next on the Doug Gottlieb Show. 